Welcome to this special episode of CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life, with Roland Warren, CareNet's president and CEO, and Vincent DeCaro, CareNet's chief outreach officer. CareCast and more pro-abundant life commentary can be found at care-net.org, where you can watch videos, download ebooks, and subscribe to the Abundant Life blog. This special episode of CareCast was recorded live at CareNet's 2023 National Conference in Mobile, Alabama. The conference theme was Abundantly More, based on Ephesians 3.20. And true to our theme, it was CareNet's biggest conference ever. More than 1,600 pregnancy center staff and volunteers gathered to sharpen their skills to reach out with Christ's compassion to women and men considering abortion. One of our keynote speakers was Brandy Meeks. Brandy has served in the pro-life movement for well over a decade. Her passion and energy for the mission increased while she served as a pregnancy center director in her early years. Later, she was recruited as the director of marketing and research application at the Vitae Foundation. Brandy and her husband, Matt, would go on to launch Cornerstone Marketing Strategies, building a company that assists pregnancy centers using research-backed digital marketing strategies. After the Dobbs decision was announced in 2022, Brandy became president and CEO of the Vitae Foundation, an organization facilitating life-saving research while applying the findings to create messaging strategies to help make abortion unthinkable. Rollins sat down with Brandy during the conference to chat about her work and her keynote address to our attendees. Let's listen in on our conversation. All right, Brandy. Good to see you. Thank you for coming to the 2023 CareNet Conference here in Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, how exciting to be here. It always feels like a family reunion. <laughs> it Seriously, is. you walk around, you see so many familiar faces, get to get so many hugs from people that you haven't seen for a year, and you really feel like you're encouraged when you walk away from this week and you can go back and take on the battles that are ahead of us. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, and this is the biggest conference we've ever had, 1,600 people. It's been amazing just to see all the vendors and all the kind of allied ministries that are that are connected into what we're, we're doing and just all coming together to support the pregnancy centers that are really on the front lines. I tell people they're the tip of the tip of the sphere right? and, and it's an important time. So what I want to do is talk a little bit about your ministry, Vitae Foundation, sure. and your, you know, and your work there, yeah. and how you got connected in, and, and uh, what is the kind of ministry and, and, and role that you play in this important work? I would love to do that. I'm actually going to go back a little bit further. I was a pregnancy center director, okay. so attending conferences like this before I came on staff with Vitae Foundation the first time, and I was drawn to their research specifically because their research allows us to be able to market a message to women that are actively considering abortion. And, Obviously, that's such an asset to the pregnancy centers, right? So that we can spend, as pregnancy centers, can spend more time right. focusing on women and babies and families and the men that need us, right? Mm -hmm. And less time on having to figure out what kind of message works. So Vitae yeah. Foundation was this wonderful gift to me as a pregnancy center director. And so gotcha. when I had the opportunity to come on staff with them, I couldn't turn that down. It was wow. an amazing blessing. So the research is what we focus on. We've done over $3 million worth of research, emotional research on how to communicate about the life issue. Gotcha. And what do you find are some of the kind of important aspects in terms of the communication um, that techniques and, and, and ways that folks should speak to folks facing pregnancy decisions yeah. that you you're kind of advising pregnancy centers around. Probably one of the biggest things is when you are when a woman is actively um, considering abortion or finding herself in an unexpected pregnancy is talk to her about her. Right? Yeah. Focus on her. We have what we call a pro-woman approach. That doesn't mean that we're living, leaving the men out of it, but it does mean when a woman comes to us that we need to talk with her yeah. about her situation and not look past her and just talk about the baby. Right? right and right. so, and that's, that's a different approach than maybe what we had been doing traditionally. And sometimes 
it's kind of counterintuitive for those of us that have been raised pro-life, right? Because right. we want to save all the babies. Right. We also want to save all the women. Yeah. So that is something that's really come out, um, out of the research that we really take great pride in trying to protect and make sure that we carry that message forward. And the pregnancy centers, they receive it really well. And they really understand that now um, to make sure that they are, um, they're focusing on the woman who is coming to them with that issue at that time. So how do, you, how do you get your message out to the pregnancy centers? How do you reach them? Oh, that's a great question. Thanks for teeing me up for that <laughs> one. So we have a few different ways. Of course, coming to conference, right? right that's sure. one of the yeah. best ways is being able to connect with people, teach some workshops, and also just have that face-to-face -face interaction with them to encourage them. But then also we have what's called Vitae Vault, and that is specifically built for pregnancy centers and is stocked full of all of our research for the past 30 years. And I will give a little plug because lots of times when you think about research and you think about it being 30 years old, you're like, eh, that's not relevant. But emotional research is actually different because the emotional drivers and emotional motivators behind decision making, they don't change. Culture changes. Yeah. But the basis of why people do the things they do, that doesn't change. And so that research has been building for 30 years now. Yeah. And we have all of it available on Vitae Vault at no cost to the centers. Um, we just want to try to help save as many women babies, families as possible. And so that's how we offer that. We also have social media images on there that they can use at no cost. Um, we really, we let them know Google strategies that we're working on. Okay. We have eight alpha centers, which are a pregnancy center test sites around the country. Wow. That then we, what we learn from uh, what the marketing we do with them, we actually use that information to educate others on Vitae Vault as well. Wow, that is that's fantastic, and and really really needed because you know the data really informs how you do all kinds of things, right? And so if you have like a structured way of kind of collecting information, communicating that information, and preparing it for pregnancy centers, it helps them to be more effective. And you know I know that at least from you know, from a CareNet perspective, and we we try to you know do some surveys and some research as well. And we've leaned on. Uh, the work that you, you yeah. folks do over the years. We've collaborated well. together. We yes. wrote the CareNet Marketing Essentials class together. That's so, right. That's yeah. right. So, yeah. So you guys have been just a fantastic uh, resource and, and, and asset uh, for the pregnancy center movement for years and years. So I'm delighted to have you at the conference, yeah. and you're going to be keynoting, yeah. speaking to uh, to the troops. And so why don't you talk a little bit about what you're going to cover uh, in the time that you have with us? Yeah, I would love to. So. I know um, from coming from coming to conferences before the importance of being able to get an encouraging message to walk away with, some tangibles that you can go back and employ. And what I'm going to talk about tonight is I'm going to I'm going to help everybody understand the strategy of the abortion industry is fear. Yeah. It's absolutely fear, and it's coming at us from all directions when it comes to media, when it comes to our daily lives, with the women that we're serving. They are, they are fearful because that is what is driving the abortion industry and the abortion decision. But the thing is, what overcomes fear is courage. And so I'm teaching about a message of courage tonight so that we can understand how to, um, how to equip our donors and our supporters with that courage, our communities, the women that we serve, because if we don't, the abortion industry, they make abortion seem as if it's a courageous decision. Yeah. They use that fear and turn it into courage, but not real courage, right? right Fake right. courage, but they try to make it seem like it's the heroic and courageous decision. And we need to be aware of that so that we can overcome that strategy that they've been employing for 50 years. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's so interesting when you say it that way, because I think about, you know, when people do things that are courageous, there's sort of a framework uh, that you see, you know, through history. 
And it's typically, you know, the courageous person is the one who sacrifices themselves for the vulnerable, not the one who sacrifices the vulnerable for themselves. Oh, like wow. No one, like people... I got to use that tonight now, <laughs> Roland. Yes, that's so because great. No one, said, no one says that, you know, yeah, I left everybody behind right. and, and, and made the courageous decision yeah. to save that's myself. That's nonsense, right? No, no one said, really? That's... But Actually, you know, it's the exact opposite. The yeah. problem is, though, there was a, one of our original studies, abortion, the least of the three evils. A, a woman felt like it was the the most compassionate thing to do when she was faced with abortion, adoption, and parenting to choose abortion. Yeah. So she felt like she was returning her child to God so that nothing could possibly happen to it when she's faced with fears yeah. about neglect or fears about um, yeah. closed adoptions and those sorts of things. And so again, that's what we have to remember is that that is what she's facing. Yeah. And you're right, it's not courageous, right? But that's the reality of what she's facing. So how can we transform that, right? Yeah. And that's what I I love the work of CareNet and what, what we work together to do because we have these opportunities for transformation. And it's gospel-based, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, t I tell you, one of the, the things that kind of inspired me over the years is I've thought about the abortion decision and this whole notion of, of courage and, and when it's difficult. Um, because, you know, a, a woman, you know, in this day and age, particularly with the technology and all that stuff, you know, many, many women, I would dare to say most women, know that there's a life growing inside of them. You know, uh, about almost like it was close to two thirds of women that have abortions already have children or something right. like that. It's a large number. They know. They, they know exactly, you know, what's happening inside of them and certainly with ultrasound and the other technology. And in fact, uh, folks on the other side of this, they don't even really make the argument that it's not a life not anymore. anymore. They really make the argument that it's a life, but it's a life worth sacrificing. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that just inspired me to kind of think about how a woman facing a pregnancy decision can make this decision is actually what happened, you know, with Jesus and Peter. Because one of the things I talk about often is how Peter aborted Jesus. <laughs> because an abortion is basically a rejection of the life that you see and the life that you know for yourself. And when you think about Peter, when he rejected Jesus while he was by the fire and he rejected him three times, there were two things that were there, that were, that were clear there. One, he was fearful. And the other piece is that he was isolated mm -hmm. because none of the other disciples were with him. And I su su submit to you, this is a guy who cut somebody's ear off you know, right. a chapter before yeah. when others were there. And now you've got a guy who's saying, I don't know you. And when, when someone is, is isolated, alone and fearful, that's the devil's playpen. And so mm -hmm. that's, the role, that's the reason why the role of the church is so critically important because the church has the ability and the body of Christ has to come has the ability to come across to someone who's facing a pregnancy decision and surround them with the support and when you have uh, that that perspective it, it, it casts out a lot of fear and so right. that's really important it turns it into courage it, right absolutely. the real courage the yeah. kind that allows you to be sacrificial yeah. and to stand up and make the the hard decisions right yeah. and the the things that people write history books about like yes. the bible yes absolutely good so that's fantastic. I know our folks are going to be really encouraged uh, by what you're doing. It's been you know, a real blessing to have you in this work uh, and certainly to have Vitae Foundation co-laboring with the Pregnancy Center world. So I know our folks are going to be just delighted for that. And I thank you thank so you. much for your commitment to this amazing God-honoring work. Thank you. I'm honored to be here, honored to serve alongside you well, all. Blessings to you. Thanks Take so care. Much. We hope you enjoyed this episode of CareCast. For more Pro Abundant Life commentary and practical resources, please visit care-net.org. 
There you can subscribe to the Abundant Life blog, giving you access to videos, ebooks, podcasts, and other resources to help turn your pro life passion into pro abundant life action. Until next time, we pray that God blesses you and yours daily.